Welcome to Colonial Church's Deep Dive series. These sessions are meant to act as a companion to our messages, where we speak to our pastors about what went into the creation of the messages, flesh out some of the larger points, and get insight into what they hope some of the takeaways are, while also getting a preview of what's to come. If you haven't already listened to the companion message, we highly recommend doing so beforehand. Otherwise, we hope you enjoy these and grow in them. All right. Deep Dive, Planet and Flourishing, Season 3, Part 3. <laughs> How many threes are there going to be? Shooting threes. Shoot Shooting threes. Three. Shooting three threes. Dinner is served. Today I am joined by Pastor Matt. Hi. Pastor Jill. Hey. And our good friend Karen Moran hey, is yes. in the house. Hey. This is exciting, a so deep dive good. first. Welcome. Thank you. I hope you have fun. I'm already having fun. <laughs> I can tell <laughs> by the excitement in your voice. <laughs> it just sounds like you're having a great time already. All right. Episode three, Planet and Flourishing. Pastor Jill, you brought the word today, and it was pretty exceptional. Going to go ahead and just start <laughs> us off right nice. there. I may, uh, may be speaking out its place there, but no, it was exceptional. <laughs> it was exceptional. Um, yeah. Dinner is served. What, where, where does this message come from for you? What is this all about? So we're highlighting dinner parties this week, um, which is super fun. We'll get into that, I'm sure, in a little bit. Um, but because that's what we were highlighting for this part of the series, I was immediately taken in my heart to the scripture of like the great dinner party invitation, where obviously Jesus gives the parable um, about the feast in heaven that every the Jews were invited to, and then he extended the invitation to everybody. Um, and like, what an amazing place to begin, like that we're all in, like you're all yeah. invited. Like it's the worst to feel like all your friends went to a party and you were the only one not invited. And then you see like pictures of them having fun. And you're like, I'm so happy for you. It's great. <laughs> um, and then you feel left out. And this is the opposite of that. This is like, it could have just been for a few, but Jesus came for the many. Um, yeah. Right. What a, what a better scripture than the great dinner party invitation. The great dinner party. I love that. I feel like that can be a, that's a word like the, it's the great commandment, the great commission, the great dinner party. Yeah. It's, it's right yeah. up there somewhere oh, yeah. along the lines. Um, I love it. Yeah, that's awesome. I love how, you know, just to get right into it, um, <laughs> you told us to smell like Jesus. I did. And I don't know yep. if I've ever heard that in church. <laughs> I think it needs to yeah. be said in church from now on. We just yeah. need to smell like Jesus. Um, we all smell like something. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Did anybody get like a visual or kind of, or not a visual, I guess it's more of a, a an in, like an impression of what you think Jesus may have smelled like. I smell cinnamon for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's a Christmas thing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I uh, mean like, herbs? yeah. Herbs? Herbs. 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 Like good old herb. I mean, you know, I feel like he probably smelled like, like rich spices, you know what I mean? Like the best kind of food there is, like all the yummy, like rich spices <laughs> that you get. <laughs> I don't know. That's amazing. We could That's spend an hour just talking about yeah. what we thought yeah. Jesus I mean, like, I'm not mad if somebody smells like garlic and <laughs> onions, you know what I mean? I feel fine. like you eat well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that actually did have a point other than right. what Jesus was smelling like. Yep. You said that consuming stuff, you were talking about a dinner party, you were talking about the fact that you love the smell of garlic and onions. You talked about how you can smell garlic on people who consume a lot of garlic, which <laughs> yep. isn't necessarily a bad thing. But you you related that to consuming the word and consuming the right. gospel and how 
that in turn, like that in turn gives us a fragrance of Jesus. So maybe you can dive into that a little bit. Yeah. So it comes from the, the scripture basis for that thought is second Corinthians two, which in, in that scripture, it talks about how our lives are like a Christ like fragrance rising up to God. So we, if our lives can be like a Christ like fragrance, then Christ has to have a fragrance, right? Yeah. Cause if you're going to smell like him, he has to smell like something. And so what happens when we begin to like exude what we've consumed and, just like if you ate garlic, especially raw garlic, I know people that do that for like health reasons. If they're starting to get sick, they'll like eat raw garlic. Um, you, it literally comes out of your pores. Like yeah. you sweat that smell. And, and that's what I was thinking of is it's, it is the same. You consume something every day spiritually. You're consuming something. You're filling your, your soul um, and your spirit with something. And the enemy would like nothing more for us to just put junk into our bodies so that either we're neutral and we have nothing to exude or we're like stanking like something nasty. You know what I'm saying? But like if we consume the right thing, I think like the Bible talks about there being a sweet smelling aroma. Like there is something sweet that will come from us where people are like, what is that? You know, if you smell like a really good, like, um, I like perfume probably isn't the best example because some people hate perfume, but like a natural oil or something like that. You walk by somebody and it's like, you think of like lavender and it's like relaxing immediately. It's like mm -hmm. a, it's something that God made that actually brings like a relax to your body. Mm -hmm. I think of that, like what happens when we consume what is Christ-like and what's been put on the table for us by, by God, mm -hmm. we begin to exude something that actually causes a response to the people around us. That's so cool. It's crazy, I, right? I mean, that's really, really eye-opening to me. That's, <laughs> I mean, I've heard about, like, I've thought about the idea of, like, reflecting, like, Jesus's face, like, right. in everything that I do. But that idea of, like, consuming Jesus and consuming the word so much that I put off that, like, aura, aura for lack of a better word, you know, right. where people will recognize me by that. That's, that's pretty awesome. That's really, really powerful. I was actually at my friend's house the other day and she had this thing of oils on her counter and I, and I love that stuff. So I'm like, what is it? And I opened it up and I smelled it and I was like, oh, it smells so good. And I was like rolling it all over my arms and I like fully changed how I felt right in that moment. I was just breathing deeply and it's so much like this, you know, like you, you walk by somebody and they're exuding something that's good and healthy. You're like, give me more. Like, I want to come closer. What is that? So, so yeah. awesome. Um, the first point you had was arrive, which is kind of what this, we were just talking about, you know, you arrive at the dinner party, you're excited to be there. Mm -hmm. And then the next part was talking about this idea of diving into people basically and diving into the people that are around you and your host and whoever may be at the dinner party. And I felt like for me, at least this was a, a place where our idea of dinner parties here at Colonial comes through the most mm -hmm. is it's like not only consuming the word, but diving into one another's lives. Right. Mm -hmm. Is that where you kind of got that from or did that come from a different place for you? Yeah, I think, um, it's, it's the idea of not just sitting at the table, but experiencing what's on the table, you yeah. know, like, so diving in deeper to the word, not just looking at what it says, but letting it begin to change your life and ingesting. When you arrive somewhere, you just look at what's on the table. But when you sit down and you begin to dive into what's on the table, mm -hmm. you're actually consuming it. And it's, 
beginning to give you health and life and what you need to go about your day to day. But also in the same way, you can walk into church and be next to somebody and not know anything about them. Mm -hmm. And you have to go past just arriving here and start to dive into community. Mm -hmm. It's just another layer. You, you need to dive into God's word. And I, I, shared from Ephesians 3 talking about being rooted and grounded in love so that you have strength to comprehend or like strength to begin to grow in the knowledge of Christ mm -hmm. um, and to be planted, but you have to be willing to dive in yeah. to get that mm -hmm. kind of knowledge and love instilled in who you are as a person. Mm -hmm. And you should be doing that alongside other people so that you sharpen each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Karen, I'm going to have you talk about dinner parties here in a minute, but before we do that, I think Pastor Matt, could you be able to just speak to kind of the, the vision behind dinner parties for us here at Colonial Church, where it came from for you guys and what your hope is for them? Yeah. So um, from the very beginning of our church, we've always believed in community um, being pretty much essential yeah. to the Christian life. I think you see that in the book of Acts, early church. Um, you know, early church was essentially just a potluck at someone's house. Um, and so... <laughs> Whilst we have like a building and we have like services on a Sunday, just how do we connect Sunday to Sunday in real life, like real time, real life? And um, yeah, and I love that Karen's on this podcast because from the very, very beginning days of our church, uh, her and Mike um, and us sort of put our heads together. It's like, okay, how can we just get people doing life together? Because St. Augustine as well, you know, if you listen to this, you don't live here. This is just, you know, news, I guess, but... You know, it is a real community place. Like, I know that sounds obvious, but it really is true here. Um, people love this community, and our church, I think, you know, is in the community. So therefore, there's a there's a connection between those two things. And so, you know, I feel like we've we've had lots of iterations of what we we what we used to call connect groups. Now we're calling dinner parties. Um, but really, the vision behind it is just connecting Sunday to Sunday, early church model you know, like doing life together, real authentic life. Yeah. Um, and how can we do that? And we, you know, one way we do it is through dinner parties. So, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Karen, you and your husband, Mike, are part of like the lead team here mm -hmm. at Colonial when it comes to dinner parties. Um, what, what do you see dinner party? Like what role do you see them playing not only in church lights, but in everyday life? Um, well, when I think of dinner parties, I don't think it's something that church does i believe it's part of the church yeah mm. um i can't imagine our church without them i mean yeah. our church started you know with a dinner party mm -hmm. um so it's just like everything she was saying in the message super essential i mean it's everything and um, for all that to happen you know you arrive um diving is that that's the place where you can go deep with other people and mm -hmm. it's not surface level yeah um you have, you know, just a smaller group of people and just being in a home. I mean, it's mm -hmm. just we can be vulnerable and we can have those tough conversations. Whereas on Sunday, it is difficult to do that. It is easy to just come in and, and go. Yeah. Um, so it's it's there not just for us, but dinner parties are for the, the world around us, too. That's yeah. um, where our we sharpen iron with iron and... You know, it's just super, I think you call it the lifeblood of our mm -hmm. church. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. so true. It's just, it. it's it's in his nature. Like, it's, it's just part of church. Yeah. I yeah. kind of love the idea of, like, it being a place where we can just be open and vulnerable with one another as a community. Because I can, 
I can speak from experience having been to a couple of different nerd parties. Like, I think I've left every time being moved by someone, but also like seeing someone break out in tears right. or something like that. Yeah. It's like, dude, this emotional places because mm-hmm. you're just living life and none of it's perfect. None of it's scripted. Right. Like I can remember my wife and I were hosting a dinner party at the onset of COVID and it was like a Skype dinner party. Mm-hmm. And like literally it's a bunch of young parents with kids and all of us are just like, this is hard. Like yeah. it was just struggle yeah. street. And, but like lifting each other up, it was so nice to know that we weren't alone. Right. In that. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's really what the that's amazing great. part of dinner parties are is they just connect you to one another in such a way where you're like, okay, I'm not on this journey alone. Yeah. Yeah. There are people just like me who are going through this same things. Maybe there's people that have gone through a season that I'm going through now and they've come out on the other side. What knowledge can I pull from them? What little yeah. nugget mm-hmm. of like gold can I get from that? And that's like a, an amazing place for it. Dinner mm-hmm. parties are great yeah. for that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure from where you sit, you kind of get a broad overview of a, all the dinner parties. And is that what you see reflected every week? Like just people's lives being changed just by the communities. Oh, themselves? Yeah. There's so many testimonies and stories and just to see like relationships growing, um, people getting close that you would have never thought they would be friends, yeah, but yeah. they are and they're doing life together. Like only God can do that. Yeah. And yeah. Jill made a great point too in the message, you know, like God knows exactly what you need. He's going to plant you with the right people. Mm-hmm. You may not see eye to eye right off the bat, or you may not even assume that you could ever be close, but mm-hmm. God can do that. He, he just draws other people in, and then they're there for you when you need them, and yeah. vice versa. It's just, you know, like being the hands and feet of Jesus. Like you can do that to each other, yeah. for yeah. each other, um, just rooted out of these dinner parties. So cool. Yeah. So cool. How's it for you guys, um, Pastor Matt and Pastor Jill, as lead pastors to see this vision kind of acted out in such a large way because i mean we have i don't know how many exactly we have but we have a ton of dinner parties going on Mm, right now it's a huge population so is there just like a sense of awe and wonder like every week with that like just i would imagine pride like as in the kind of the not in the boastful sense but you you've got to (laughs) be proud of it at least in some way yeah i think it's just really i mean like karen said we started as a dinner party yeah. You know, that's how church began in our home. And I just, I loved cooking dinner for everybody. Mm-hmm. And it was funny because even like when Charlie was born, it was between a couple of dinner parties basically. And like, I couldn't wait till like a week after I had my baby to cook for all my <laughs> friends that were coming over because it's like, it's real authentic community. I'm, I miss those days. And so when I think about dinner parties happening all over the city, I'm, I know people that are hosting and that are coming are experiencing those same incredible moments that we had in our house when church right. began. And like, look what God does with a bunch of people who are willing to connect authentically yeah. and community and just be his church. That's why we're where we are right now is not because it was flashy or important, but because it's real people doing real life, wanting to see the kingdom of God built and moving forward. And that's what happens when you have healthy community. So the fact that it happens you know, every couple of weeks in homes all across the city is like, I just know God is working incredibly powerful ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I think, um, like we, we as lead pastors, I think we, um, feel the tension sometimes of people, um, not connecting, you know, not getting planted. Like 
and and that as 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 a shepherd especially that's like something that that I think about a lot um mm. part of you know I think my my mandate that God's given me and given us to, is to to care for people and so part of that is just like oh we want to see people in community because community is good for them community is good for for any season of life so we want to see people in community but we also know personally what it's like to be in community and in tough seasons and um and so i think there's that too where Mm -hmm. i just know if 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 people can get into community Mm. and in dinner parties it's gonna pay dividends in their life Yeah, yeah but to get a dividend you've got to invest and to invest means simply just going mm-hmm. yeah. to a dinner party. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, Karen's job for the last five years in our church, what she's done with, her with Mike, job. Her, her, her unpaid job, I'll say. Um, she'll be paid in heaven. Um, That's right. So many jewels. In Heavenly currents. Yeah. But, um, you know, they're, they're, they're part of their role is just been helping people get invested in yeah. community. Yeah. And, um, it's just cool because from our perspective, yeah, I definitely have that that pride, I would say, when I hear about dinner parties and I mm-hmm. hear about people being in community because I know life can be tough, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. life can have its seasons and, yeah. you know, we, we've, we've experienced really hard times um, in our marriage, in our life, in our family and it's been the community that we were invested in yeah. that helped us get through. Mm-hmm. Like I can remember people that were part of our connect group back in australia mm-hmm. a part of church and then also people who are part of church um you know showing up on our doorstep in some of our darkest times you know yeah. with meals and mm-hmm. you know you know i can still remember people pretty much barging into my apartment to talk to me mm-hmm. um and that was my community yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. helping me you know lifting me up you know holding up my arms and um, and that's so that's why we, we're so passionate about it is because I know if I, if if we can launch another dinner party then that's a whole group of people that are going to be in community that are going to be cared for yeah right. that uh, they're going to be loved on that are going to be planted and yes it's good for them but it's also good for everyone else mm-hmm. it's amazing the way God works it's it's never single it's never he's never one dimensional you know yeah. he's always working in multiple yeah. multiple different ways so I just to add to that quickly is. It's interesting how when you're in a, in a family or you do life with a group of people like in a dinner party, because obviously when you come in on a Sunday, there's hundreds of people here and it's you don't have those, like you were saying, Karen, one-on-one close conversations about mm-hmm. deep things that are going on in your world usually. It's in mm-hmm. a dinner party setting. But it's, it's always interesting to me how people will be reluctant to go there with people because they don't really want to be noticed. They kind of want to just fade into the background and be able to kind of slip in and slip yeah. out. But then if they slip out, they'll be upset that nobody noticed. Right. And you're yeah. like, the yeah. way that that doesn't happen is you get into a community of right. people. It takes vulnerability. Mm-hmm. And you have to be willing to let people notice when you're not around. If you yeah. go, if you want to be unnoticed, then expect for people maybe not to realize if you haven't been in a few weeks and don't get mad about it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah. it's it takes investing. It it's takes true. going to the next level, not just breezing in and out. And that like dinner parties are just the best way. Mm-hmm to like get it's like family you gotta you gotta mm-hmm. get in a family that's gonna notice when you're not there it's gonna know what's going on in your world so that we can be the church like give us the opportunity to be in your world and be the church of christ for you yeah um i think this is a really awesome place to begin yeah i love what you were talking about pastor matt with like a dinner party and that community being there for you 
no matter what, kind of, because mm. it's really easy in a church kind of the size of ours where we hear about something happening to someone and you go, well, like, okay, well, are they being taken care of? Like, I'm not really directly involved with them, but I'm sure they're being taken care of. Mm. But like, that's like the safety net of our dinner party system is like, mm. we know that there's a group around that people that are just loving on them no matter what. Yeah. And like, if something happens to someone in my dinner party, like I don't even have to ask, like it's a no hesitation. I'm there. Right. You know what totally. I mean? Like I don't have to, it's not like, Oh, should I go help? Of course I'm going to go help their yeah. family. Like, yeah. and that's, what's really amazing about it is just like this ability to come around one of another and know that there's like this umbrella protection and there's smaller mm-hmm. umbrellas underneath that. Yeah. You know, it's like multi-layered yeah. protection and that's really, really cool. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. I think we should talk about what I thought was probably the most powerful point in this message. Point number three, thrive. <laughs> you said something and I'm going to butcher <laughs> it's a it. Doozy. I'm probably going to butcher it. So correct me if I'm wrong. And what I, what I wrote down, I had to write it on quick. I was like running the computer and doing some other stuff. Okay. The state of the world doesn't determine the state of your heart. Is that what you said? Or what did I butcher that? Let me see. <laughs> oh Lord. Um, yeah, I said the state of the world doesn't determine the health or the hope of our hearts. Okay. Open that one up for me because that's <laughs> awesome. Um, I think it's really easy to, to let what's going on in the world around us manipulate us into thinking it determines our response to what's mm-hmm. happening around us. Um, when, if we are diving in deep to the word, like we talked about in point two, if we're, allowing that to shape our perspective of what God is doing, even in the middle of everything going on around us, then it means that he shapes the hope and the health of our hearts, not the world. Mm -hmm. It's just choosing to not have what's going to influence you. It's the consumption. What are you consuming? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Are you like on the news all the time? Is that shaping your worldview Mm -hmm. or do you get the information you need and then let the Holy spirit translate it into what you're going to do with it next is sometimes I think we take like, we take it at face value yeah. and then we begin to like, that's how we view the world. When I, I feel like living as a believer who's thriving in the middle of whatever is happening means this is, here's some facts that I just got, or <laughs> who knows nowadays, here's some stuff I just heard <laughs> and then going, you know what? That doesn't determine how I'm going to do today. That yeah. doesn't determine if I'm going to be anxious today or I'm not anxious today. What is the, what does God say about yeah. my life? Be anxious about nothing, but mm-hmm. in everything with prayer and supplication, present your request before God. Like, let Him shape it. So it's not that you don't have information or walk, we're walking around like we know nothing, you know, but you have to take everything that you get at face value and allow the Holy Spirit to translate it by His Word. And and He is, like the Bible talks about the Holy Spirit as a counselor and an advocate. So if you're trying to advocate something and, and it hasn't and the Holy Spirit isn't advocating through you for that thing, then it's going to look like you. It's not going to look like once what he wants to do in it, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what I meant by that. That was good. I thought it was awesome. Anyway, <laughs> it was like, it was one of those like moments where I'm in the back and I was like, I just kind of perked up my ears. Just, I was like, she just, Were you sleeping she, before that? No, I wasn't sleeping. <laughs> Definitely wasn't sleeping. Um, I don't think I've ever dozed off, honestly. That's good. That's probably... <laughs> I had to think about that for a minute. Ever? 
I did doze off on camera one time, truthfully. And Tommy could probably speak to this later on, but <laughs> big week. It is no, it's it's hard to focus when you're trailing, like when you're tracking you with camera. Like I'll just be like, yeah. oh and they're like gosh. camera one, camera one, and I was like, oh, there it is. <laughs> That did indeed happen. A little behind the scenes there for everybody listening. That <laughs> production squad. If doing, the camera's off, just, you just know, somebody Chris. dozed off. Yeah. Someone's falling asleep. Just send me an email. And oh, my gosh. Get at me. So, oh, man, that was awesome. It's I thought this whole message series has been third time's the charm, I think, because it's just <laughs> been great. It really has been yeah. awesome. I think yeah. today went over great. I think this is one of those ones where a lot of people are going to be revisiting and yeah. digesting and just because yeah. there's so much to take away from there. Yeah. And what a good way to highlight such an integral part of our family yeah. here with dinner parties, like because it just ties in mm-hmm. so well. Mm-hmm. Well, I think you put a bunch of people in a room, right? And you shoulder to shoulder, like God knows who's supposed to be there. He's mm-hmm. really the one who extended the invitation. And if we're supposed to sharpen each other, we need directions for how to interact with each other and love each other well in authentic community. Yeah. Because it's not like you're just going to show up at a dinner party and never experience any like awkwardness or offense or whatever. You're going to like love each other well and you're also going to have to deal with some junk in your lives, which is why we ended with Ephesians 4, which is like... It is a it here is your handbook for how to yep. be the church together. Right. Here's yeah. your handbook for like disagreeing with each other and still loving each other well. Mm-hmm. I feel like that scripture that we went through at the end, it just is like in in the world that we live in right now, we should have it memorized. We should have Ephesians 4 memorized because every time you post, every time you comment, every time you're in a conversation with somebody, this here's your instructions for how to deal with this is weird. <laughs> what do yeah. I do here? We're not the same. Or we are, you know what I mean? Yeah. So good. So, yeah. Such a good challenge to end on. Drive. <laughs> go memorize Ephesians 4. Memorize Ephesians 4 and Think you'll be all right. before you act. <laughs> Think before you speak. Oh my gosh. I'm going to write that down. Yeah. Well, this has been fun. Thank you guys so much for being here. Yeah. Thanks for having it's us. a lot of fun. Amazing. We hope that you got something from that and it challenges you to grow. Please share it with someone who needs to hear it and reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you and your thoughts on the message and this session. Until next time, God bless.